Hey everybody, it's been such a long time and welcome back to Abracadabod. In this episode, we're just chilling and hanging and getting back in the mix, but we did want to give a disclaimer at the beginning of this episode that we will be talking about Santa. And yes, because we are on a podcast and you cannot see my air quotes, we will be talking about Santa. So just giving you a heads up, if you got little ones within earshot that don't know about the magic of Christmas, put some earbuds in or listen somewhere out of earshot. We hope you enjoy the episode and we're excited to get back this season. Other than that, sit back and enjoy. Happy holidays. You know, the holidays are coming up, and despite all that cheer and spirit, things can get pretty overwhelming. For example, we discussed the fact that a lot of us parents are feeling COVID guilt, and we want to treat our kids. But at the same time, many of us are struggling financially due to the shutdown and overall shit show that was 2020. That can create quite the tight spot this time of year. One might even say a tight chimney. See what I did there? So let me give you the same tip that someone wise once gave me. It is the giving season, after all. Here it is. You tell Santa Claus you're sorry, but you're not going to be needing his service this year. Instead, you head on over to Sandy Paul's, the jolly old saying of all things off-brand and the number one spot for the best knockoffs in all the North Pole. With the help of his handy helpers, the Melvins, a.k.a. the Melves, old Sandy Paul will be sure to provide you with all your Christmas needs at a price that will jingle your bells. It can be hard to believe that Santa and his elves are so out of touch with the modern-day middle class. I mean, do they even know what the cost of living is? And we're in a goddamn pandemic, for fuck's sake. They act like it's magic that makes all this happen, but get with it, Popo Gijo. It's money, and it's our money that sends that sleigh skybound. A Schwinn? He's four years old and can't read. He uses training wheels. Who cares how it rides or what it's spelled like? I think I'll take that schwack bike, please, Sandy Paul. Nike? No thank you. I'll take that pair of crikeys. Sure, they may be half as cool, but they're half the price and my kids aren't old enough for social media shaming just yet. I'm good with that crooked swoosh. Crikey, just don't it. Fender? How about dinner? Yeah, because I'm trying to feed my family, not pay hundreds of dollars for an expensive guitar that will collect dust in the closet after my child loses interest by New Year's. Speaking of interest, how much will that thing actually cost once you factor in the APR and my credit card payments for the next two years? What am I, an asshole? Hard pass. So this year, you tell Santa and all his overpriced unionized elf labor they can take their ho-ho-hos and go-go-go, because we're going to Sandy Paul's, where we can check off that list without the checkbook getting pissed. Hit up Sandy Paul's. Welcome back. It's been a while. One of the things that we had to do this is because we realized that uh, when listening to Abracadabod, we're like those annoying friends where you can only deal with us in small doses. Like, it's fun for a while, but everybody needs a break for a little bit, right? So we're coming back in hot. The truth is, if we knew if we kept recording, you guys would have gotten really tired of us and gave us the old boot and the booty. So we're, uh... so we went on summer break. So we went on summer yeah, break. Yeah, a little summer break. Yeah. Back into the holidays. Here's the question: What? It, it's been a minute. What's it? What? What have you guys been up to? What's been happening? I mean, what? What do you do during COVID? Anyway, I've been doing a lot of sitting at home. It's almost Christmas, and we're still talking about COVID. It's, yeah, it's I true. thought it's crazy. By the time that we started recording this again, we would be way past that. I mean, when we when we first recorded yeah. the COVID special like last year, we thought it was going to be. We told we were told like three weeks lockdown. <laughs> yeah, it's been almost a year, <laughs> which is funny because it feels like last year, but really that was just in March. Yep, that's true. It I really it wasn't was. that long ago. 
I know. We're talking, what was that, nine months ago? Damn. Well, I do want to let you guys know, I've been, um, Netflix came out, uh, they put Road World, uh, Real World, Road World Challenge. <laughs> what, how, do you, how do you say that? Re- how do you say that? That's a tongue twister. Is it Road World's, road, Real know. World, Road World Challenge? Well, did you go on a binge? <laughs> Are you actually watching that show? Dude, I'm actually watching it. So Melanie started watching it, and I was like, oh, well, I can't believe we're going to watch this. And she turned it on, and all the characters started coming back. I felt like I was in high school again. It was such. Oh, uh, was it like old schools? Like old school characters? Is it the same characters? It's probably this. No, probably it the is same. the original airing of the show that now they have the rights to it. And so they are re. It's all in four by three. Oh, so it's my in the little gosh, tiny that's TV. Amazing. How could you even. I've, I turned something on, it's in four by three, and I'm like, oh, God damn it. Dude, I, I did I too. But this. the only other thing, too, that I've been doing, because obviously we've been in quarantine. And Wrigley's been into uh, Avatar lately, like the last Airbender oh, and I heard stuff. That, I heard that's good, dude. It's four by three, and it drove me nuts when I first started watching it, and I'm addicted. It's so good, that's funny. It's awesome. It's such a fun show. Like, I wish that they could redo it or something, or make it, you know, like widescreen format. But it's the show is so good. It's it's awesome, and I'm stoked that like Wrigley's kind of getting into like. She's like weirdly into like weird anime shit. She's like watches all this like crazy glitter girl anime shit. And I'm just like, what is going on? That's dope. But then we turn on Airbender and it was great. I went through an anime phase in college. Did you really? But I mean, you know, you're young, you're drunk, you're experimenting, you know. (laughs) (laughs) I just always kept getting boners when I would see like the octopus tentacles come out and I had to turn it off. You were born to live in Japan, gas station food and tentacle boners. Gas Gas station sushi sushi and tentacle boners. Well, welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to the show. Is Eli like binging anything? Do you like let him watch like a because my kids are now into like like actual TV show, like sitcoms, like kids sitcoms. Oh yeah. So Wrigley's the same. Palmer's into that show Sam and Cat. It came out in like 2012. It's like Ariana Grande's like first show. She plays like this ditzy like high school girl, and it is oh god, it's so painful to watch. I hate it. Every time, every time I want to chill, I'm like, "Hey, why don't you guys watch something for like a few minutes?" And she's always like, "Dad, let's watch Sam and Cat." And I want to throw up every time. I'm like, "Oh God, I can't." But Cooper just like, and he he just wakes up in the morning and asks me if sports is on. That's the only thing he wants to watch. So oh, that's awesome. Although, oh, although he is watching The Mandalorian with me, which is. Primo, Mandalorian. Yeah. I tried to watch Mando with Eli, and he got scared, man. Did he really? Yeah, he got scared. Him He's out. in this like weird stage right now where he just recently discovered what it means to be afraid, and so like he's afraid of the weirdest things. So he's obsessed with Spider Man still, right? And that's all he wants to watch is Spider Man. But he'll have me like fast forward through certain parts. But it's so weird. He'll watch like a, a Spider Man, you know, where like Venom will be like tearing people apart, and it's no problem. But then like a pink cloud will come on the screen. He's like, Dad, no, it's scary. Change the channel. <laughs> and I'm like, What? He's like, It's a marshmallow. And I'm like, Yeah. Like the marshmallows aren't supposed to talk. Oh my gosh! I will. I will say if we're going to talk about this really quick, though, Mandalorian is hands down the best Star Wars ever. thing to ever come it's out. So ever. It's better than it's any so Star good. Wars movie, any of yes. the other like spinoff movies. It's the best. I love it. I love it. I'm like nerd nerd out on it so hard. It's, it's pretty good. so good. 
And I don't want to give any spoilers because there might be some people on here that still haven't. And, you know, I think Nakota's still behind. So, <laughs> Nakota, catch your ass back up. How dare because you? It's fantastic. It's seriously, it's it's hands down the best Star Wars in the universe of Star Wars. Nakota, hit pause. Stop watching Lord of the Rings for the 15th time and watch Mandalorian. <laughs> okay, bud? <laughs> the Mandalorian is, it's really the best Star Wars. I'm not even like a huge Star you Wars have, nerd. Uh, you have a cup of tea in your hand right now, and you you look like that guy <laughs> sitting at the table. Like, Mandalorian is the best Star Wars. Change my, my mind. mind. Yeah. He's <laughs> the change my mind guy right now. It's my cup of tea. Oh, God, how dare you. First dad joke of the night. Oh, snap. I didn't even see that coming. (laughs) I found a guilty pleasure television show that I can't believe I'm going to admit this, but I I enjoy watching a lot. The Masked Singer. Really? Really? I can't do it. Dude. I can't do it. It's like this weird psychedelic trip, dude, and without ever, like, taking drugs. It's incredible. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know why I like it so much, dude. I just do. And I, I watched the finale last night, and I was like, I looked at Carrie. I was like, this show is awesome. Oh my god! <laughs> I just cringed a little bit. You, you're you're having a moment like me today. That's like the most like middle aged suburban man thing to ever say. I was I like, had, what is wrong with him, dude? There was this there was this puppet dressed as like a gigantic mushroom with all these crazy lights going on. It was like dancing, and I was like, oh my god! If, if anybody I, could see the if, disappointment on my face right now, if if I was on acid right now. This would be the great, or mushrooms would be the greatest thing ever. Well, I'm over here watching Inferno, uh, Road Rules, Real World Challenge, so I yeah, can't. Seriously, say you're yeah, seriously, you're watching exactly. 20 year old <laughs> in TV shows. At least what I'm watching is current. Carla and I used to have a guilty pleasure of watching The Voice, but there are just too many seasons, and like you turn your back for a second, and it's like three seasons later, and you're like, "Whoa, what happened?" So it's hard to keep up with. They had a good finale the other night too. That's what I heard. Heard it was a good one. It was good. I, I already saw the headline of who who won, so it kind of blew the season for me. No watching that one on demand. That was my pony from the beginning. Honestly, we're just getting into the TV watching time now because sports was so hot and heavy for so long. I didn't have time to watch shit all but sports. It was like baseball, football, basketball, all of that. And now... It was a good few months there. Yeah, everything's kind of coming to an end now. It's time to watch a lot more TV. Carla and I just started rewatching, uh, or actually watching for the first time because we never watched it, but The West Wing. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah, Never yeah. seen it. I've never seen it either. It's real good. I heard it's great. I heard it's, it's real good. good. Aaron Sorkin, right? Yep. Yeah, he did that. It uh, tickles me in all the right places. He did that Newsroom show, which was really good. I heard Newsroom yeah. was awesome. But that's also, uh, what's his name? Jeff Daniels. He's great. Oh, did you watch the Comey, the Comey Files or the Comey Rules mm, or no, whatever? Negative. No, I've never even heard of it. That's good, was too, it good? man. Yeah, it's real good. It's like all like it's based off of James Comey's book about everything that happened in the 2016 elections. It's good. It's fun. That's bananas. Interesting. That's crazy. I know. Have you guys been doing anything else? Anything else been good? And like, how you guys been killing time? I went and uh, saw a uh, urologist and got my balls checked today. (laughs) How did that go? You know, just the annual checkup. We've reached that age now where you have to know what a urologist is. Well, how's your scrot? Is everything good? Scrotes looks good. You know, I think he thinks we're good. Well, if we're going to talk about scrotes and doctors, I think I'm going to... I don't think I am. This is happening. I think next month. I'm, I'm going to get snit, boys. Gonna, Going for get, it. I'm going to go for it. And um, nice, I talked to the doctor today about it, too. I was like, hey, so I'm thinking about doing this. What do you say? Don't think about it. Just do it. He's like, yeah, He's okay, like, we just... can do it. 
It was like he's like you're getting old as shit now, dude. He's like, go ahead, chip those bad boys. Did he say he can't operate anything that small? (laughs) Ooh, burn! Snap! (laughs) How do you think I got two kids? I just snuck her in there and pew pew. (laughs) Speaking of the Star Wars, pew 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 right in there. (laughs) (laughs) Oh Oh, my god, that's so funny. I know you can tell that we haven't done this in a while, huh, guys? What do you mean? Just getting it back in, back going again. Just getting the groove. Just getting the groove. I was gonna say no. The crazy thing though is, uh, we've been talking about all the stuff about doing stuff, and you know, it was gone for a while. Then been home and kind of back and forth. But it's been great to be back. But the craziest thing is, after a while, starting to get the vibe again of just kind of getting like cabin fever again. Oh, you know, it was yeah, good. It totally. was great. And so the one thing that's been been great is we've actually been able to do. Uh, we've been camping. A lot this year, which is oh, yeah, been you're an outdoorsman now. Awesome. JB bought a, a camper. He's a trailer. You now have a big truck and a trailer. I finally got a trailer. We've been saving up for a camping trailer for a long time, and we got a sweet old deal. But it's been awesome, man. Uh, the camping stuff has been great. It's been awesome going outside, feeling manly, not taking a shower for like three or four days, just sitting by the fire. It's been great. What a great way to make memories with your family, too. Like, that's such a Oh, it's thing. been awesome. I grew up like camping and stuff with my family, beach camping and all that type of stuff uh, on the lake and stuff growing up. And I did some of my, my favorite memories ever with like family, friends and stuff. It was just the best. I love it. Hopefully we'll be camping with you guys uh, this coming year in summertime. Yeah, hopefully so. Yeah, it's been great, though. It's felt it's felt really good to just be like manly, be dirty, just let the kids go wild, ride their bikes, get dirty. Nobody give a shit. It's been super fun, man. Yeah, well, we got Palmer riding a bike now, which is awesome. She's full full bore, dude. She's on like on her own, just doing it. And hopefully, Santa brings her a bigger bike this year. Who am I kidding? Santa's bringing her a bigger bike this year. Okay, <laughs> I was about to say. I was, I was gonna say you're the one that knows. <laughs> I was talking like I was talking in front of her, but you know that's what you do as your dad. You forget that you're just you forget that you're not cool anymore. You're just lame all the time, so you talk like that. And you say things to your friends like, hey, I got to go. Instead of saying, I got to go to the bathroom. You're like, hey, I got to go. To, I got to go poopy real quick. <laughs> <laughs> your friends are looking at you like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I'm like, oh, shit. Or you say things like, hey, I'm going to go potty. And you're like, oh, God. I still use potty. I still use potty in like adult settings. And I'll be like, every time you're like, shit. I just said potty. It smells like poopy in here. Oh, dang it. <laughs> Everybody excited for Christmas coming up? Yes. No. No. <laughs> what? All right, oh, me, are we me, being let honest? Me you, are we, let, me ask, uh, let me ask you a question, like a serious Christmas question. Yeah, go for it. Are you are you done Christmas shopping for your spouse or not? Yes. Yes. Dude, crazy. I know JB's answer. What? You're you're gonna say no. No, this is the first year we're legitimately not getting presents for each other. Yeah, we. I say that every year, and then we yeah. have, like if I if I do, if I don't get one, then I know that's gonna be a thing. This is the trick. This is a trick. Every year, Carla and I say, let's not get presents for each other. All right. Right. Let's not do it. Let's don't spend the money. We like all have all these things on the agenda, and then every time she gets me something, and I'm left there holding the bag like a <laughs> moron. <laughs> really? Yeah. Dude. So here's the deal. Normally, normally the same way. I agree. Normally we'll be like, oh, we're not going to get anything for each other. And we're like, we go back and forth and we're like, always end up getting 
each other something. Yeah, you I have think we're to. gonna do like like stocking stuffers or something like that. But that is it. That's what we always say. But the stocking stuffers always end up turning into yeah. But we like just I mean we literally more. just bought that. We bought that trailer that we've been saving up. So that took a big chunk of money out. And then I was legitimately I was like I don't want to do this shit. But I think one of the things that we're doing this year, and especially like with her parents and stuff too, we're not doing parent uh, presents with them or her family. Mm-hmm. We're like cooking a legit like good meal like steak lobster bisque like mushroom risotto like we're gonna go like full out you know going to like the butcher shop and doing all that so we're not really doing like the present thing this year and i fucking better not have been tricked into this and then (laughs) talk to me talk to me in two weeks yeah i'll have to tell you guys like right after christmas i'll let you know how it goes but i'm always gonna buy a present even if we say we don't just so i'm not standing with my dick in my hand you know what I mean? I'm just not going to do it. I said that I'm always holding the bag, but I'm not because I'm smarter than that. I know my wife well enough to know that I got to get something. Oh, well, yeah. I know. Like, we're we're going to see how this goes this year. stuffers, but like here I am like $300 later and I'm like, yeah, know, that's not, not just stocking stuffers. Year, sure. yeah. It's just not. I mean, with not working and COVID and all that shit too, it's yeah. like the money's not there. And last year, I'll never forget, We I wasn't working for a while and we had the holidays or whatever. And we got like, we did like a smaller Christmas for Wrigley. And I'll never forget after she was done opening up her last present, she was like, that's it. That's it. And I about flipped over the table and wanted to throw everything in the trash can. But we didn't have the money, you know. So I think this year is one of those years where it's like, we'll see. Just because, I don't know, we went more all out with rigs. And then this year, it's like, no, we're not doing that. We're not, we're just not doing it this year. But watch me, I'll be in the doghouse, you know, for New Year's and all yeah. that good shit. So. Christmas to me, like growing up, was always like a big gift and then like a few smaller gifts. That was like how it was in my house. You know, like we got like whatever you wanted that was like a your bigger present, which was probably maybe a hundred bucks. And then everything else was like, you know, clothes, like shirts and stuff like that. Yeah. So it wasn't like, like we didn't, and I, I love that my parents did that. Like we always got what we wanted. Like a hundred, we were always like taken care of. But like we never, like they didn't go like crazy and spending thousands of dollars on each kid. It just wasn't like that. Right. So th- this year, yeah. that's what we're doing. Like they both outgrown their bikes. They they like that's a big thing we love to do right now is riding bikes. It's a great way to get outside, and it's a good thing for us to do and you know get some energy out. So they're both getting new bikes this year from Santa. And then um, we just got on like some smaller things, like a couple games and, you know, things like that. And then that's just going to be it. Like I just, you know, I mean, it's it's a great Christmas for them, but it's not like we're spending like shit. I mean, I've, I bought like, you know, their bike at Walmart for like, you know, one of them was like 80 bucks and then it was like 60 bucks. Really? Right. What? Yeah, really? Dude. I found this little BMX bike that it's like, it's like a good size bike that he's going to probably ride for a few years, you know. I'll have it for a while. It's got like pegs. It's like black and blue. And it was dope. It's dope. Mitch, why are you saying, but really, are you like surprised by how much they cost? Yeah. The one we just got for Eli was like 179 Yeah. Well, where do you get your bikes? Is it a, a legit Schwinn? Dude, I buy his from Walmart, dude. Yeah. See, that's the key. I, I've got a lady that's, how do I put this? She won't let me go to the most economic place. <laughs> Dude, they're not even going to give a shit at that age. That's the thing. This is what it's about when they're this this young. They have no concept of name brand anything. Like none. Right. So that doesn't matter to them. And if it's going to last them a few years and you're not spending, you know, out of the pocket like a ton for it and he's going to have it for a few years, like what's the point of buying Like you're not going to buy him a $300 bike when he's six years old and it's not going to do it. Santa's hooking Eli up too much this year, dude. It's like. No, dog. You're hooking him up. <laughs> you're, you're the one who's dishing all the cheddar. 
I know it's like that meme I sent you guys a meme the other day, that picture Carla just took of me and she's like, oh my God, this looks like a meme. And I was like, well, you know what I was thinking about is that I got to <laughs> yeah, pay for funny. all this that shit. That was pretty funny. Right. Yeah, exactly. Dude, but you're so funny. It's like you get them the cheap shit when they start, Mitch, because he's going to grow out of that bike so fast. Dude, he's getting a skateboard sent from Australia. That's what I'm saying. You told me that the other day. How much was that skateboard? Like 160 or something. See, that's you should never pay. Oh my god. Okay, so we're getting Cooper's skateboard. Well, his his grandpa's getting him a skateboard, but I we paid like eight eighty bucks for it. And it's a complete brand new skateboard. Well, you know the thing the thing is this is that we're still in this situation where when my wife shops for Eli, she's really shopping for herself. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Where she's not like she doesn't see things through the eyes of our four year old about to be four year old who's just like, ah, oh, sweet wheels. Um it's to her it's like ooh, this is cute and i'm like yeah but it's also cute when they're riding the thing that you bought them that they have no fucking clue how much it costs they're just right. the excitement for them is even better that's even cuter because you're just like <laughs> <laughs> you got a cheap knockoff bike <laughs> yeah what are, he doesn't know if he's riding like a schwinn or something else yeah, well, I mean, I, we got a Schwinn, but we got it for cheap. It was like a whatever. I think it was missing a wheel, so we got a discount on it. But um. <laughs> Can you imagine waking up into the tree and there's just a bike with one wheel? Here's your bike. No, but I heard that. I heard that it was like this crazy study that like parents this year, because they feel so guilty about like their kids being in, not being able to go to school, not being able to see their friends, like parents are buying tons of shit this year that doesn't yeah. surprise me though because they're like tr- like the feeling of guilt is Dude, real this I year i feel of, like, like man, yeah. stuck in the i mean house. i feel guilty all the time like i i try to do anything with my kids there's nowhere for us to go you know so like, there's no park that's open there's no anything so i mean i just find like this open field that's by our house i'm just like okay just go run i guess like we'll ride their bikes in there and like just go run around there's literally nothing for you to play on. There's just a big grass field. Yeah, it's hard to find stuff to do with them now because there's nothing you can do. We took we took Eli over to Eaton Canyon the other day. We convinced him that he wanted to, I was like, you want to go see a waterfall? And he's like, yeah. He got all pumped. That's a cool hike. And we got over there and you have to make a reservation now. It's only open like three days a week and you have to make a reservation ahead of time. So we made a reservation. The only one available was at like 11. We got over there and in my memory... Going to Eaton Canyon, I remember it being like a little bit, like a tiny little hike in the sun, and then all of a sudden you're down into the woods and you're like hiking through the woods to get to the waterfall. Yeah, yeah, it was like it four was like hours, a right? Goddamn hour on this dirt trail in the middle of the sun in a dry riverbed. And yeah. all we brought was one bottle of water, and like Carla's got Penny, who's just like so hot, she's just like. Oh, like in Carla's like ride along baby Bjorn thing. And Eli stopped walking after about a hundred yards. And so I've got him on my shoulders Ugh. and we just kept going and kept going and kept going. And I could see Carla's face like getting redder and getting slightly like, you know, the anger under the surface. Like, <laughs> yeah. I can't believe Try you convinced to me to it. come How do this. You bring me here. <laughs> and so you son of a bitch. We, we, have, we could see the trail splitting off to go into the woods. And I was like, there's the split. But I have no idea. If I had thought this was a just short little jaunt, you know, right. how long is that going to be? So we abandoned ship and turned around. You didn't even make it to the waterfall? We didn't. I told Eli I'm going to wake up early one morning and take him over there, just me and him, and like run, you know, throw him on my shoulders and do a little run back there. But it's just hard to find stuff to do, man. And you do feel guilty. And 
thanks to JB, I finally watched the uh, show JB's been trying to get us to watch the Becoming You show. Oh, man, uh, yeah, that I show's check, incredible. Check that out. It's amazing, dude. And For anybody who's out there that has even heard an inkling of this show, I didn't even know. Uh, I, I saw a trailer and I was hooked, but it's called Becoming You, and it's on Apple TV, and it's basically this documentary on these kids from what? Between ages like ba- basically birth, babies birth to five, and five, right? Birth and yeah. five, because they say that human beings become like the most agile, the smartest, like all of that within the first it's five like the years of life. the most pivotal mold of like f- first five Basically, years. Basically like right? your five, first five years is like determines who you are as a person. Yeah, and so it's amazing. It's like planet earth for human beings. It's That's like, what I'm saying. That's what I was trying to say. It's like, imagine if aliens came down and did a planet earth on like children from yeah. like human children from like ages from like, you know, one to five. And birth. They, they like have kids from like yeah, that's newborn right. to five, and they go and they have kids from Malaysia and London. The sea people and the are US. my favorite. And oh, yeah, that's where, crazy. Where are those? Where is that? Is it like Bali? Where is it at? I don't know, but they they're basically they're out at the base of these mountains that are like you know water in the like this Caribbean kind of blue you know glass like water. I wish I remember. And they live where on these stilts, you know, like these these little houses, and they all live on stilts. And they like forage they swim for food. before These they kids walk. Are like, yeah, the kids are like five going to forage for like their. The mom's like, "Don't go too far; you'll get lost forever." And the kids are like, "Peace out!" And they go get like some scallops and shit to bring home for dinner. It's insane. Yeah, and they're probably self sufficient when they're five instead of like us who are worried about our kids being on iPads and shit. You know, there's yeah. probably like such a more simple life and such so much more like fulfillment to that than there is. Well, the thing is, it shows other how, walks of life. I would it imagine. shows how vital the first five years are. And Carl and yeah, I kept looking absolutely. at each other, being like, "Oh shit!" Like, it's like, were you like, "Oh, we're fucking up our kid"? <laughs> well, the beautiful <laughs> part about that show is it doesn't take any sort of parenting tone. It's not like you should or shouldn't do this. It's just like this is what happens to a human between the ages right. of zero and five. But you realize like how important stuff is. They talk about how up until four, they don't really care all that much about friends. But like by the time they hit four, it's like the most important thing for a human being right. is friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're like, fuck, Eli's about to turn four. And like, he doesn't really have any other kids to hang out with. It's such a bummer. And I can see it. It's like, I can really see he needs it now, you know? I was FaceTiming you the other day. And the fact that he actually wanted to talk to me, I knew he was hurting to talk to somebody else besides his dad. Yeah. I mean, my kids are, you know, well, well Cooper started back in school Cooper, uh, like three weeks ago. So he's going right. four days a week. You're doing the, what's it called? Yeah, it's some sort of, I don't know what they call it. Some sort it's of like hybrid, hybrid thing. He goes, okay. he goes uh, four days a week for two hours, two and a half hours a day. He gets there at eight and he gets picked up at 1030. But even the last few weeks of him being with, like friends at school has been a huge thing. So, I mean, my kids have like, and we've, we've been hanging out with our neighbors and stuff since kind of the beginning. Like, you know, we did, there was just no way we were going to be able to like keep our kids away from at least, you know, at least they could hang out with some friends for a while. So we've been doing that. So they've been seeing a few kids here and there, but it's not like crazy, uh, you know, like they're not like hanging out every day or going to school every day. Like they would, or playing sports, like, Cooper's dying to play baseball again or play anything. You know, I was like his thing a couple times a week. He was at practice and now it's like in the backyard. I'm like throwing him football, like, you know, passes with the football or like throwing him pitches. And he's just, 
missing it so hard. It sucks, dude. He just yeah. like he needs he needs that stuff so bad. It gets his energy right. out number one, and it, like he's that's something he really focuses on. It's sports. He loves it so, and I love it. I love going there and watching him, helping out in practice and all that stuff. But you could tell that he's really like having a hard time. It's it wasn't so bad at the beginning, but now it's he's having a tough time like not being able to do those things with with his friends and stuff it it's really sad as a parent when like for example we went to the park the other day so he could ride his bike and there's a playground there and there were like a lot of kids running around playing on this playground and it was like kind of bothered i mean it's tough because these kids are all having a fun and having fun and they need it but at the same time the way covid is right now in los angeles there's not a single <laughs> icu bed available i mean it's crazy right now yeah. So there's all these kids running around. So I'm not letting Eli go over there. I mean, I'm just not like, you know, we got to, right. yeah, yeah, you know, and so poor thing, like sitting there watching it and he's like well, staring right before the holidays and everything too. You're mm-hmm. like, nah. he's staring at all these kids running around playing on the playground. And I'm talking like a lot of kids. Right. And I, he was like, I want to go over there. And I was like, sorry, buddy, we can't go over there today, you know? And he was like, but I want to go play with the other kids. And I'd like, dude, my heart, I was, it was fucking breaking, dude. And there's like, I don't really, it's, it's tough to really know what to do in that situation, which is probably why so many kids were allowed to go play together. But then right. this other kid came over and played near him, and he just they just started chasing each other in circles in the grass. <laughs> and like, he, like he kept going over to one. The kid was a little bit younger than Eli, and he would like fall down, and Eli would go over and grab his hand and help him up. And I was like, you could tell me and this other kid's dad were like, neither one of us knew what we knew what to do, and we were kind of right. like, hey, uh, you, you can give him space. I mean, it's okay. Just you can be friends. Just. Maybe just a, and it was just kind of like whatever. If I can play kids, and it's like, but you're like, it's okay, Eli. I'm gonna get you a three hundred dollar bike. For Eli, <laughs> don't worry, kid. We're gonna hook you up at Christmas. All this guilt is coming back at. You. <laughs> he he's he's all he's like me. He's really he needs inner he needs people. He needs like yeah. relationships, you know. And so for him, it's tough. It's tough for me to see because at school, like last year, every time I picked him up, every kid would come and give him a hug. Like he was kind of like popular. It's it's pop, you know, what you can be when you're a three, yeah, but yeah, like yeah. every kid would come and give him a hug goodbye and he knew everybody's name and everybody liked him. And it's like he's very social. And so to not have not for him not to be able to have that is really kind of it's such a hard thing too. We were camping and there were some kids, you know, they were camping across from us, you know. And Wrigley could see him, and of course she wanted to go play. You know how she is. We all, you know, kids are social, and she's a social kid too. So she goes over there, and I'm like, all right, here's the deal. You can play. You can kind of play around, but I was like, but you got to wear a mask, and you got to social distance, right? Like, just try to social distance. We don't know where these people have been. Whatever. And like you said, things have been out of control, so we're just trying to be careful and the holidays and all that stuff. Well, anyway, Wrigley turns around. She goes, okay, Dad. And she goes, okay, I could play, guys. But uh, I have to social distance. And I was like, you get over here right now. And I was like, do never say that in front of people again. It makes me sound so uncool <laughs> as a parent. And I never want you to blow my cover as oh, being God. a parent like that. You, you know, it's cam- like, I was cam- like, no. You're on a campsite and the other parents are like, oh, fucking lib. <laughs> <laughs> we were like, oh, no, it was, they totally understood. And they were actually doing the same thing, too. But I was like, don't you ever expose me how nerdy i am about this whole thing ever again and it's just it's a weird world but that show man to kind of get back to that show it makes that you, shows yeah it's mind-blowing it makes you realize how important all these things are to their development and it affects them their whole life like by by five like their personality stuff is so imprinted and yeah, i just I've heard like, that a few times 
I, I worry so much about instilling like a fear or an anxiety inside of them, you know, that they'll carry their whole life just from, you know, being told they can't do this or be careful or you can't play with them or, you know, stuff like that. It like worries me about what's going to happen in the future. But well, I know kids are resilient. Got no that vaccine back. coming. Thank I mean, God, that dude. Sign coming. me Let's up. Let's do it, dude. man. I'll Sign be first up. in line. <laughs> I joined the military just so I could get. It's this like my thing. brother said. My brother said, "The devil himself could piss in that vial, and as long as the <laughs> FDA approved it, I'm taking it." <laughs> Dude, it was funny. Melanie was the same way. We're probably gonna have to have it to get back to work anyway. Oh, I know, mm-hmm. but there's so much controversy around it, and I was like, kind of like, "Oh man, I don't, you know, that's crazy. It's coming out real quick." And Melanie looks at me and she's like, "Yo." She's like, I'm ready to go to a concert. I'm ready to go to movies. I'm going to go back out to eat. She's like, signed me the fuck up for that thing. And I was like, you know what? You say it that way. I'm like, let's yeah. do this thing. Come on. And yeah, then she wakes up the next day with a third eye. Like, <laughs> hey, what the fuck? hey, depending upon playing. what it did to your vision, might be cool. <laughs> Maybe everything becomes like 4D. Dude, absolutely, man. I don't, who knows, man? Bill Maybe Gates it's a third eye there. in the back of your head. Then you know. Could you imagine if you started Human like, backup sleep- cam. If you're asleep, if you, oh, dude, human backup cam, or like, you know, those cameras that can see behind the trucks and stuff like you're that. You're just standing there in Full line, 3D, like, hey, dude. you're too close, man. The guy's like, the guy in front feet, of you, like, are you talking to me? You're like, no, I'm talking to the guy behind me. No, but we'll see what's going on, man. But I am, I'm ready for things to get back to normal. And honestly, it, it's been so long since we've sat down and recorded. I honestly had no idea from where we were recording that first COVID special that nine months later, dude, it's we would crazy. still be back in this shit. Still trying to figure out what to do. I mean, that's another reason why we didn't record. It was boring as yeah. fuck. Yeah. We sat around our houses forever, staring at walls, doing nothing. So this is our this is our toss of the coin to hopefully <laughs> we could start doing fun shit again. You know. Yeah. Well, I don't. I almost felt bad when I went back to work. You know, I went back in August and I was like, man, I kind of feel bad. Like my kids can't even do anything, but I'm I'm going back to work. You know, like I, and it was exciting for me. It was like get to see my friends and could see like you know my family at work my coworkers. i was like this is great and then mm-hmm. coming home with like something to talk about you know and then um it was just i don't know i felt kind of bad like they're not Dude, doing anything i left my wife and kids for three months that's true you did <laughs> yeah Oof. your newborn child Oof. my wife and my newborn child well carrie just went back like two weeks ago and it's been good for her i mean she's working long hours but it's good for her too so it's nice it was a strange feeling leaving to go back to work and like not being able to take them because they were so strict about COVID protocols. Right. How many COVID tests have you had? Yeah. I took on one project, I was doing three a week. And on another project, I was doing one every day. Damn. So one how many totally day? Think you, how many totally think you have? You, are you over 50? Oh, yeah. I'm probably over 50 for sure. Yeah, I'm at like And then 16. Carla and I have taken like three, two or three. Just us. Like we go over to the Dodger Stadium and take the free ones just because it's good to know, you know. What's the line yeah. like there? I've seen the I've seen photos and video there. It seems like it's pretty long. Thirty minutes to an hour. Hours the mm-hmm. longest. Um, it's not bad, and it's like just good to know, you know, because like take the kids to the doctor and different stuff like that, and you're like in an elevator with some fucking rando, and you're like, well, that could have blown the whole fucking shindig right there. <laughs> Seriously, man. All this time I'm at work. I'm flying. <laughs> when I flew out to my job, too, dude. The first job, I wasn't quite as bad. I actually drove to the first job. And then when I flew to like the second job, I was so, it was like such a big production. And I was so worried about. Yeah, that's when you sent the photo of you with your shield on. I was wearing a like shield, a mask, on. a mask, my glasses. I was like fucking, it was like the Ebola outbreak or something. I was like sitting on the plane, <laughs> like six feet, six feet. I was like, 
stiff arming people. Um, <laughs> but it was weird going back, you know, and it's like kind of being out in the public and you kind of get used to taking like your risk, you know, and doing what you're doing. And then to like come home again is like, and to just be gone and know that your wife is handling two kids by herself. It's, it's like hard because you know, you got to be there to work and make money, but you also feel like such a dick hole for being gone. You know? Yeah. Right. I was like, you guys get to sleep in your bed. You guys get to hang out, do fun stuff. <laughs> it's been a, it's been a while since I left for work. So I don't really, I honestly forgot what it feels like to be gone that long. I've been an in-town guy it's, for a long time. You compartmentalize. Yeah, it is what it is. I mean, there's fun parts about it, and then there's parts that totally suck, and then going through all this shit, you know, was really hard. I mean, mentally, it kind of fucked with me a little bit this year, being gone and then being locked up in an apartment. I mean, we talked about it a little bit. It was kind of tough mentally, man. It was it was no joke being by yourself and just being alone. Like, feel so bad for, like, those people that are, like, single people that live by themselves, and then they're just, like, stuck in their apartments yeah. all the time. It's hard these days with your kids being older and so much time with that, like living your life before what it was like before kids, right? You know, me and Mitch were talking about that. And it's like, I just couldn't imagine going back to that life of just like being totally single Dude. by myself in an apartment. I have a couple of friends that have like lost their fucking minds. I can't because even imagine what that would be like. I know we always bitch and moan about it, but we always still love the fact that we have these little nuggets running dude, around. Dude, can you happening. imagine? I, oh, I, think, I wouldn't don't trade really it at remember. all, especially during this time, dude. And I wouldn't, there's no like, there's so many like bad things happening to people who are by themselves during this time. You know, I thank God I have my wife and kids for for this amount of time. It's just like there, I I couldn't do it like solo. There's no way. There's weird things about being a parent too, like. Penny has four teeth coming in right now, so she's kind of having a real rough go of it. And so Ooh. she's not, like, sleeping very well. And Eli, it's like she's demanding a lot. She demands so much attention. It's, but oh God, I could do a whole episode on what the difference between the second child and the first child. But it was, like, a really rough day. Like, one of those days where I was like, fuck it. We've already had pizza once. We're doing it a second time this week. I don't fucking care. Let's get in the car. Let's go get pizzas. And then we, like, Heck we're yeah. like, let's, let's go look at Christmas lights. And so we rushed to get the kids ready and bathed in pajamas and everything and drove them to this place that's like huge like christmas lights and stuff it's really cool by the time we got there both the kids are asleep we cannot wake <laughs> eli up to save him. it's like a 30 minute drive and eli's uh, like we like smacking him in the face like hey hey get up and he's like yeah right back to sleep but then we got back and like unloaded the car and i was carrying him into to bed and he's so big now and I was just thinking, like, do you ever have those moments in life where you're just like, you feel like not like a person anymore. You just feel like everything is just right. Like it's right where you're supposed to be the exact right time. Oh, so and that's the way I felt when I was holding him, laying in bed. I'm like, this is just like, this is what my life is. This is like what it's right. supposed to be. You know, when you, and like, then you wake up the next day and you're like, that, God, you embody damn it. that. Yeah. <laughs> What do you mean I got to wake up this early? Um, no, it's like when you, be, you you embody that dad moment. I wake up thinking those things and go, like, you know, having good thoughts about that, the day. And then I don't ever go to bed with the same feeling. <laughs> I'm usually trying. I'm usually ripping my hair out by the end Dude. of the day. Today, I was like, I had all these plans, like make a rad dinner. And I ended up driving them through McDonald's because I just couldn't fucking deal anymore. Dude, like, you have I'm days gonna... like that, man. You have days like that. And I feel like for some reason now. 
Eli was great for a while. And the past couple of days, it's been like, he's been on one. And I don't know what the deal is. We were watching that Becoming You show and it was talking about the importance of imaginative play and all this stuff. And like Carla and I looked at each other and we were like, oh, fuck, we got to get the TV off. And so mm-hmm. we decided we were going to do no TV except for the weekends. So no TV during the week. And oh we did it. God. We did it. And like the first day he whined about it. After that, didn't mention the TV again until the weekend when I told him he could watch something. And dude, it for a was whole week? for a whole week. And that's a was, long time. It was amazing, man. Carla and I were like looking over it and all of a sudden he's like got imaginary stuff going on and it's like doing yeah. like has all his toys out and is doing these elaborate like play setups. I, I and love stuff watching like them do that stuff. That's like And favorite. I was like, dude. I get it now. I get the screen time thing now. It's like, you know, JB and I talked about it the other day. It's like the open mouth TV watch where they're just like <laughs> catching flies. Yeah. Both of your guys' faces was perfect. You know, juxtapose that with him on the floor and literally every toy he has is out. And he's got this elaborate, like, this character is coming from here and he's coming to defend this character and, you know, building magnetile towers and like one guy's tearing him down. It's like this whole big thing. You're like, wow, okay, yeah, this this needs to happen for his brain to work right, you know? Yeah, I tried to do a lot of that with Palmer uh, while I was doing homework with Cooper because he's on a computer learning English and Spanish and it's impossible for him to do homework on his own. I don't know why these teachers think that they could, like a six-year-old can do all this stuff by themselves. Can I ask you a a serious question really quick, Eric? I don't mean to cut you off because I do want to hear a story. But you're saying this and I have to say this. Who the fuck came up with the idea to give a kid who's learning how to read math problems that are the... um, the word problems. Oh, it's dude. like so they have they're they're giving kids word problems to figure out math and they don't even know how to fucking read yet. I'm like, who came up with this shit? I called Mitch today, or I text Mitch today. I was like, hey, dude, is Carla around? I have a homework question from Cooper because it was in Spanish and I didn't oh, know shit. how to fucking yeah. read it. I I yeah, couldn't. Yeah. I'm like, this is so advanced. I can't even read it. How the fuck does he, they think that he's gonna read it? He's six years old. I was like, this is ridiculous, dude. And he has to like circle all these things. And I was just like, well, I don't even understand. Like he's six. How was he supposed to do this? I can't even do this. And I'm 36. I was like, this is ridiculous, dude. And I was just, oh my God, I'm so mad. So anyway, I'm, I'm helping him with his homework, like basically all day. And then, so she's just like on the, like, I'll turn the TV off and she just like tugging me. I'm bored. I'm bored. I'm bored. I'm like, God, if you could just give me this two hours of like trying to help him with all this stuff, I will take you to go do whatever you want and give you whatever you want. If you could just play with your Barbies or something for the next, you know, hour and a half, two hours, please God. Mm -hmm. But it ends up being like her just like sitting and watching TV because she's so bored. She wants to do something, but I can't physically do anything with her because I'm bound to this computer and, and and same with Carrie. She's the same, the same thing when she's not working, you know, and we're, when we're both here, it's great. So one of us can take her to go do something while one of us does homework. But if, if I'm here solo or if she's here solo, it's, it's crazy, dude. This distance learning thing is insanity. Dude. And by the way, who, who changed math? So I sat down, I tried to do math. <laughs> I, I'm seriously, I'm sitting down and I was like starting to get upset. And I, Melanie's like, what's up? I, you know, I'm finally home getting ready to help out. And I'm like, yeah, cool. I'm going to be dad of the year. I'm going to come in and help. And I was like, I, I don't even know how to do what math is, what planet. 
are we pulling this math from? Why do we always have to change everything? And then it's all distance learning. So it's like, oh, dude. you get dropped into all this stuff. It, just like you said, they're doing word problems. They don't even know how to read. You've no, got right. a dual language thing. So it's like, you're just like, um, I yeah. don't know how to speak uh, Spanish. So like, listen, uh, I'm going like, to have to call learning, Carla. <laughs> he's learning sight words. And then you're giving him like these like paragraphs to read exactly. and asking and asking him to know like what like the beginning, middle, and end is. But he only right. knows about six words in the entire paragraph. <laughs> so what the fuck? I don't understand. And then like, you know, do it yourself. Yeah, you know what the best part is. So I, sometimes I think I'm like the shit, right? I get like every day I work on like you know he has like all this work he's got to do before Friday. So I get it all yeah. done like day by day. I'm like hell yeah, dude, we did it. I turn it in and then. It'll be like three days later. Carrie will t- like call me or text me. She's like, "What's up? Like, well, how come we didn't do all his homework?" I'm like, "What are you talking about? I turned it all in. It's all there. You know, it's all good." And she's like, "Well, the teacher just sent this thing out that you didn't do this, this, and this." I'm like, "What the fuck? Where is that? I can't find that stuff. <laughs> right. I don't know where it is." You know, and I'm like, "I'm already terrible with computers as it is." So I'm like logging into Google Classroom into both classes, like English and Spanish. And then it's not even in the Spanish class. It's all written in Spanish too. It's like, can you just (laughs) for the fucking sake of the parents, just write it in English. So I'm literally, I'm literally like, like, um, going through the translate app, like on the iPhone and I'm translating it as it goes. I'm 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 typing it in. I'm typing it in and hitting enter. I'm like, okay, she said, I need to go to the social studies and do week 18 um, back page uh, work form. Okay, cool. So I, then I run into the room and find a stack of shit. Well, the good news is in four years, you'll speak Spanish. Exactly. I, I won't. My kids will be talking <laughs> shit about her, their parents behind our back. That's what they're going to be doing. Well, mine already do that. Anyway, so. I, this distance learning thing sucks. I know, it's, I know it probably is so shitty for teachers. I'm sure it's the worst. You oh, know, yeah. and, they're, teachers, and they're trying their hardest. They, I'm they really not it, like yeah. digging on them at all. I just like, I'm having a tough time with it. And I'm sure they're having a huge tough time with it too. It's... It's it's all bogus. It's just such a pain in the ass. Hold cherish it, Jonathan. I feel like right now, like luckily you don't have to do this at this level right now because yeah. it's like the Billy Madison where he's just shaking his face yeah. and he's like, How's high <laughs> school, Billy? Don't you ever like, say high school. <laughs> <laughs> cherish it. Dude, thank God I don't have two kids. Oh my life. gosh. But you know what? Dude. You know what also? Thank God I'm not doing distance learning with any any kid who's in middle school or high school right now. Like at least my kid will probably never remember this part of their life, you know. I hope which, so. which I hope so. Like he's in <laughs> kindergarten. Yeah, it's his first year of like real school, which sucks. So like this is like his like you know his introduction into real school. But that being said, probably next year he'll be in first grade and be doing his thing, and it'll be yeah. fine. And he'll be at school yeah. with all his all his bros, and, and that's all good. But um, like you know these kids in high school that don't have prom or can't go you know can't finish their last year of varsity sports or whatever the case may be um it's just i feel so bad for them it's just awful that's why everyone's got to take that vaccine let's get back to normal i don't care if i grow gills you know let's that's fucking, what i'm saying this means i can swim in the ocean if those nanobots get, get, bill gates turns me into like i start sleepwalking where did you go make, i don't maybe know maybe it'll make your wiener bigger jonathan <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> I wish I had a funny retort to that, but no. But I will say this though: you know, I was talking to my grandmother, and she's been bummed out because she hasn't been able to do a lot of stuff, you know, and she lives by herself right now and all that stuff. You know, I was talking to her, and she's like, "Well, how has it been this year? You know, how's how's this whole thing been with COVID and everything?" And I was like, "Look, I'm going to be that dude right now. I'm going to be Mister Sunshine, and I'm going to say that 
It has been awesome though, because the amount of time that I've we've got to spend with our families, we're yeah, never gonna get this time back. Yep, and that's sure. the one thing that I keep never, trying ever. to remind myself is like is with the talks of this coming back out and the talks of this the vaccine coming out and all that kind of stuff. It's like I am realizing that like this time is going to end and waking up and getting to like as annoying as it can be sometimes, but getting to wake up and get getting to like spend time with your family and instead of like waking up and the girls already gone, you know, to school and, you know, to work and all that stuff. I'm like, yeah, I am going to miss just like waking up and being able to like hang out with my family as much as I have, you know, I agree. Eli always tells us, he's like, dad, you're my best friend. And it's like, he says it all the time. And the other day I I felt bad. I was talking to my mom and I was talking about that becoming you documentary and about how, you know, the age four, it's so important for friends and stuff like that. And I was like, you know, I just, I just feel like, it's really tough right now because he doesn't have any friends. And like, I was so dumb. I said it and he like heard me. I didn't think he was paying oh, any no. attention. And he turns, he goes, dad, I've got friends. And I was like, oh yeah, you've got friends, buddy. I was talking about somebody else. And he goes, yeah, that's right. You're my best friend. And mom's my best friend. And Nana's uh-huh. my best friend. That's and awesome. Tita's my best friend. And Penny's my best friend. And I was like, I felt like just crying. I was like, I mean. It's such a bittersweet. It's so bittersweet. You know what I mean? It's, it's like, like, it's so, so many emotions in, in that little phrase. I was like, yeah, dude, I am your best friend, man. And like, it makes me so happy that like, we're so close and such good friends. And, but at the same time, I'm like, you need some, you need, he needs to you go need back to school. some real friends. <laughs> Let's be real. You need some real friends. But you know what? <laughs> I was thinking about this too. When Carla was the other day. I was like, we were playing on the ground and wrestling around, which we do every day for like an hour. And she's like, looked at me. She's like, you know, you're a really good dad. And I was like, thanks. And you know, I was like, you know, now that I think about it, like, I don't ever remember my dad doing this with me, like getting on the floor and like wrestling around with me. And we like do it every day. And like, we build magnetiles together and we do all this shit. And it's like, it's a different, different kind of dadding now. I'm super happy that I have that with him. And I hopefully that'll like translate and that'll just kind of be like part of his norm. Now, you know, it won't be like not want to hang out with me. Like that's hopefully will be kind of like ingrained in our relationship. No, there's at one point in their life, they are going to slam their door and, you know, Oh, they're going to hate you. Oh, are you kidding, dude? I'm sure. I'm sure my kids get to that point, dude. Oh yeah. I mean, I, I, my kids (laughs) have said some pretty mean things to me already too, but the other day Eli looked at me and goes, I don't love you. And I was like, what? Oh, no. <laughs> I don't love oh, you anymore. That's I think not what okay. And I was like, yes, you do. Well, the other day I picked up Cooper from school, and he must have had a good day at school, and I picked him up when we were driving home. And I was like, what's up, buddy? Like, what do you want to do today? He goes, I just really want to spend time with you today, Dad. Aw. And, and I like, Aww. it took everything in my power to not like just burst into tears. I was like holding it, and I was like, oh, boy. Be strong. Be strong. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, dude. Uh, what do you want to do today? You know? Like, yeah, whatever, like, bro. And you'd hit yeah. him on the shoulder. <laughs> yeah, I just like socked him in the like, pussy, you pussy. <laughs> you know? <laughs> no. I was like, I was like, oh, my God. That was the best thing I think you've ever. Like, in my head, I'm thinking, that's the best thing you've ever said to me. So I just was like, what do you want to do? He was like, I want to play baseball today. I want to pl- I want to throw some passes with the football. I want to go ride the skateboard. I was like, cool, let's do all those things today. And it was awesome. But I don't get those very often because most of the time I'm, you know, usually like, you know, the the hammer around this house. But um <laughs> it was yeah. it was a it was a really good and he's been giving me a lot of like 
just random like uh hey dad i love you and i'm like wow like i don't like those things you know i'll never forget forever like him telling me he wanted to spend time with me was like it was it it like shocked me i was just in the front seat like did that just happen (laughs) dude it's so it's so hard not to cry certain times with certain things they say because it cuts through everything like the other day carla told eli eli when you were born you changed my life and he looked at her and he goes mommy you changed my life and then he looked at me and he goes daddy you changed my life a baby sister changed my life and me and carla were looking at each other like (laughs) 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 oh yeah Oh man, oh, this time is so man. nice. It's they're so sweet still, you know. They can be a little buttheads, but they're also super sweet. But yeah. but that's you know going back to it though. It's like you know with all this stuff that's been going on, it's it is really interesting to <clears throat> to realize that like this time is going to go away. I was thinking about it when I was looking at photos. You know what I mean? And you see people with their masks on, you're like, you will forever know that that was 2020, right? In mm-hmm. our life. Oh, it's crazy, dude. Like every time you see like the like a news broadcast or something, you're like, oh yeah, shit. Like, yeah, and we're gonna know. On. But this time is it, it is it is a season and it's going to come and it's going to go. And it's it's been actually pretty cool out of the shittiest part of all of this is that, you know, being able to spend some good quality time with the fam has been been really rad. You know, the only bummer is now I don't have any friends. And so now when I say I do have friends, I'm like, hey, Wrigley. Hey, Melanie, you guys are like my friends. <laughs> that's it. You guys I don't get to see. I mean, shit, dude, it's been almost like a year since we've seen each other. All three. I know. Of us. I yeah. mean, like in person. Yeah. Well, I saw I saw Mitch. When did I see you, Mitch? When was that? It was before you left for Oklahoma, right? Uh, it was a while before I left for Oklahoma, though. It was like well, I, in, I, it was I like in the summer when it kind of cooled down for a little. Yeah, bit. I think I saw you at like a little bit June, pandemic or July or something, heat. right? But it's but been big, big <laughs> chunks, like months. But I saw. And months. I, oh yeah, I saw. I think I saw Jables and uh, I think I saw JB and in like April down at my brother's house. Remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't seen you, JB, since like New Year's-ish. It's been almost a year. That's crazy. Fuck, that's crazy. My mom and my family still hasn't met my daughter, dude. Damn. Still that's, haven't well, met my crazy. daughter. Your, your daughter was born into COVID, basically. So yeah, that's... brought her home, and two days later, they announced the uh, quarantine. Wow. <laughs> it's crazy. She's like almost walking kind of she's like standing and like you know on her own and doing all this crazy shit and it's like no one's even met her it's so like by the time they meet her she's gonna be like a babbling yeah. walking toddler seriously she's gonna be a toddler already it's bananas man palmer calls penny the koala yeah because when, that? when you because when you hold her she just like grabs on you and she latches and she doesn't yeah. let go <laughs> and she just like holds you so tight it's the cutest thing and and uh palmer called her the koala one time so now she just Carrie and her both were like, oh, yeah, we, we'll be talking about you guys. And she'd go, oh, yeah, Penny the Koala? Yeah. That's hilarious. So cute. It's really, That's really funny. cute. I do have to ask a question, though. Who brought a dad joke tonight? Oh, well, I did. Uh, but mine was a holiday-based one, and we didn't really talk about holidays. Yeah, we did. We talked about Christmas. And the fact yeah. that G- that Mitchell's buying a three hundred dollar bike for his four year old. <laughs> well, that's what I was gonna say. The, how you fix any problem with you when you're a parent is you just buy the most expensive bike that you can, <laughs> and that fixes every that fixes everything. Okay, I do have one though. You ready? If we're gonna do since we're around that time of the year, what's a snowman's favorite breakfast? I don't know. Carrots, frosted flakes, homie. Oh, that's pretty good. Ooh, that's, that's pretty good. I like that. flakes. I like that. Yeah, I, got a, right. I got a food one for you. All right, go for it. All right. 
if spaghetti made an action film, what would it oh, be God. called? What? Mission Impossible. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I pretty think good. That's so I don't know why I think that's I kept so wanting good. to go to Western, like sp- spaghetti Western. Spaghetti Western, you know? yeah, yeah, for but sure. I'm like, you can't call him Western, and you can't call him like Duke or anything like that. Mission Impossible. <laughs> Mission Impossible. Mitch, on, do you have one? Good. What do you call a dog that can do magic tricks? What? A Labracadabrador. <laughs> No, dang, that's hard to say. I'm surprised you got that I, out the first I one. I could even what could I say? That coincides with our name so well. <laughs> Abracadabrador. That's hard. Labracadabrador. Labracadabrador. God, that's hard. Well, Labracadabrador. Right. One I last one. Say it. You know why bees have sticky hair, right? Bee- beeswax. Because they use honeycombs. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, oh, I like that one a lot. That tickles that's me. My, that's my favorite one, actually. <laughs> me too. Labracadabrador. I can't even say it. How do you say it? Too. Say it one more. Can you say it three times fast, Mitch? Labracadabrador. 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 Oh wow! Look at you go. <laughs> did she just Son kiss of a me, bitch? <laughs> well, last thing. Um, I mean, did anybody? We didn't learn anything today. This was not a very educational convo. This was uh, it was it was good to talk to you guys. We missed you guys. Hopefully, we'll start that doing I this talking again. To you guys, I know. I me know. too. I learned that I I really miss doing this. That's for sure. <sighs> I learned that uh, Nakota's got his hands full with this one. Yeah, I love you, Nakota. I really do. <laughs> you too. And when does Nakota never have his hands full on yeah. any of our recordings? You know, when he's brushing it through this beautiful hair. With a honeycomb? With a honeycomb. <laughs> you know, Nakota's really the bee's knees out there with his honeycomb brushing his hair, you know? I'm going to go over there and suck on that stamen. Buzz, buzz. Buzz, buzz. Still one of the best scenes ever. I do. Well, anyway, it's been fun. Uh, well, we're getting back into it. And guess what? We're going to probably do a couple more. So uh, we'll, we'll get our steez back and... You know, it was great catching up with you dudes. Until next time, happy holidays.